tuning in to Two Wheels One Way with your host Goose and T-Rex, uh, episode six. And we are very, very fortunate to have uh, our first sponsor and uh, becoming real close friends, uh, Stinger Trailer, to the episode. Right on. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. No problem at all, man. We're, uh, we're, we're happy to have you on. Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting to get to be a part of it. And um, I think Kevin's excited as well. So hopefully he can uh, catch up with us here shortly. Yeah, if you guys are, if you guys are listening, hopefully uh, Kevin gets in. We'll introduce him once we uh, get some technical difficulties going here. This is our first uh, Zoom recorded podcast. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. and, and all of our previous listeners, um, you guys know that we are no stranger to technical difficulties. I feel like it's one of those things that has to be in our show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it didn't it didn't go well if we didn't have something go wrong. Yeah, exactly. That's Kevin's usually bails me out of all these type of situations, so <laughs> I'm on my own on this one because uh, I'm in the same boat as you guys. That's okay. That's okay. We trust you too. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess let's just get right into it. So uh, so obviously Stinger trailers. Uh, so I know I know you and I were talking uh, a couple weeks back. You kind of gave me the. Uh, the uh you know the backdrop of how things started uh maybe maybe go into that first how did uh how did you acquire this brand um so uh, i don't know about a little over a year ago now i was like you know buying boats and renting boats and just kind of ride my bike and doing my thing and then i went to go buy a new boat and the lady that uh, i was buying this boat off of was actually selling the business and um i actually had a stinger trailer before i acquired the business so i knew about stinger i didn't know like this was all going to happen on this day and then found out that it was for sale um the previous owner had unfortunately passed away so uh there was current offers in on the business and i had a 30-day window to build a team um you know incorporate myself um find a building build a team and take it over and uh somehow we pulled it off um you know not just me but with the help of the the team we built kevin hopped on board and he's supposed to be here for you know a couple of weeks supporting and then next thing you know he's been here 24 7 since i since i took over so that was um kind of how it all shook out it's pretty crazy now a question i do have and you don't mind answering it so with your current, with your previous situation of buying the company, what were you doing before then and kind of what got you into the mindset saying, you know what, I want to put a bid on this company and make it what it is now? Well, I knew the business like wasn't being like well marketed before and it was kind of like, you know, they were happy at the scale they were at, but the product was like, it was a killer product, but it, it needed some help if you wanted to, you know, kind of blow it up. And then I was working at a, a big company prior to this, and I was kind of just over the way those things roll out, like a union shop. And, you know what I mean? I'd had enough of that, which is what got me into the renting boats and flips and all that kind of stuff. So... I don't know. I just, I had enough. I had the trailer. Like I already knew it was sweet. And I knew like, you know, if you could put it out there on the big stage, people would take to it. You know what I mean? It's an awesome solution for many people out there. Um, it's not in a big enclosed trailer, but a lot of people don't want to lug those things around everywhere. So like there's a purpose for both. So that's kind of what gave me the drive. I, I have a background in manufacturing. I rode bikes. I had one of these trailers and I loved it. 
um, the first thing I did when I bought it was actually removed one of the single trailer models and then beefed it up. So it's like, it's good for road glides, you know, baggers, which I, which I have. And then also good for the gold wings too, like the real big bikes, you know? I think, I think what got me, it's, it's funny that this, this all played out the way it did. You know, uh, if, if you listen to the other podcasts, my, my father-in-law got me into, uh, you know, riding Harleys and stuff. And he, he was always like, he, he always talked about Stinger trailer, like how cool they are. This is before I even heard of you guys, you know, anything. And, uh, he was, he was talking about buying one. And then one day, you know, I think the way I heard of you guys was really from, from Kenny, Junkyard Kenny and all them guys was seeing, was seeing how they were trailering their bikes to these different events. And I told Matt, I was like, dude, we, we need one of those trailers. That is one of the things that... yeah they're they're men and it's funny you say that because like a, a couple sorry go ahead oh no go for it oh um yeah like one of the things was like a couple people have heard of us like because before the owner i bought it off of it was in california and he, he exhausted his resources then the guy in canada bought it and, you know, he had lots of resources, but he was kind of happy with was at. And uh, not too many people had heard of us, like, you know, prior to this. So it's it's cool to hear those little stories that, like, you know, in its way through. Like, people who had seen these trailers, they loved them. But, like, they weren't advertised or nothing like that. So unless you've seen one and someone told you what it was, you'd have no idea what that trailer was. You know, there was no branding on it or stickers or nothing like that, you know, if you've seen it down the highway. I think I think that was the biggest the biggest draw for me was you know I live in I live in a smaller town and I and I have a you know my house has a garage connected to it I'm not fortunate enough to have you know like a lot of parking or a or a big barn or something so for me you know I'm I'm on a, a full size bagger and you know all all the guys I ride with are pretty much on dinas and baggers so for me you know getting one of those for the price point you guys have it at. I can just, you know, collapse it down, put it in my, put it in my garage and then pull it out whenever I needed it. So for me, that's like the major selling point for where, where I'm at locally. Yeah. That's kind of the big draw. And honestly, like, I'm not, I'm not a tall guy. I'm maybe five, eight. So when I'm on one of my like bigger, you know, like not too many guys at five, eight can load a bagger into the back of a pickup truck or like, you know, those uh, even uh, flatbed trailers or the little box trailers, right? Yeah. Hey, can you hear me? Boys? And then like you were saying, <clears throat> he's in, there's Kevin. He's my there's Kevin. Guy. I was in for a couple minutes, but I didn't want to cut you guys off and I wasn't sure, so. <laughs> no, you're good. We'll talk about this at the office tomorrow. <laughs> we definitely are going to have to. <laughs> So Kevin, kind of explain uh, how, how you came into this, Kevin. So, How'd you get on board? Uh, well, Tyler kind of brought me in, brought me in to kind of look at what he was doing. And it was like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be a great ride. And this product is amazing and it hadn't been marketed at all. So it, it was beautiful to be able to jump on and get involved in something like this. That's, that's awesome, dude. That's, that's kind of, I, I think Matt and I have, have a lot in common with, with you guys without, uh, you know, even meeting you guys. Because that's that's kind of how we've done with the podcast. It was like we we both had you know ideas of wanting to start one. Neither one of us probably would have done it without the other. Yeah. And it, it kind of just like it kind of just blew up. And I think that's what that's what's so cool about your guys' business. You guys are 
you guys are fucking killing it, you know, and, and without, without even, you know, it really being an option, you guys are doing it. Now we're just getting started too. That, that's, that's what I like to hear. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a lot of more yeah, marketing to do. We have a lot of info. What's your guys' yeah, like, There's been a couple holes. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Like, there was a couple holes at the beginning, like, you know, with uh, computers and stuff like that, where, you know, I got these ideas or these concepts, but, like, you know, I didn't have the capability to make that happen. And then at the beginning, you know, you didn't have endless amount of funds, but with Kevin's help, like, we were able to get that stuff all out there and quickly. So, I... I we, you know, we wouldn't be where we are today without Kevin's help. So I'm glad he did hop on board. That's awesome. Do you guys have you guys have plans on uh, going to any events or any any big shows uh, in the U.S. here uh, coming up? Yeah, Kevin Kevin's going down to see uh, Kenny Ken Junkyard. Kenny got his trailer rear-ended by uh, some guy all buckled up in a street sweeper. So Kevin's going to bring him a trailer and he's going to go to uh, Lean Back in Chirac, which is like. You know, that ride that they do down there in Chicago. And then um, we're actually putting in the first ever all-Canadian uh, team in the Beggar Racing League with uh, Original Garage Moto, who's down out of uh, Montreal in Canada here. So that would be, like, history for Canadians. Yeah, we were we were talking about that earlier. That is uh, – that, that is, that's huge for you guys. Yeah, it's – you know, it's a, it's a big move for sure. And I think, like – you know, we're going after each market and making sure there's brand awareness in each sector. And, uh, you know, like, I feel like the stunt demographic and even like, you know, starting to roll into the performance baggers, people are hearing about us, but we definitely want to have a stronger presence in that because there's a lot of like privateers or track day guys that just, you know, don't have the resources to run those full size trailers on a full circuit, you know, just in fuel alone after one season running all of those races, you could almost build a bike with the fuel savings running one of these trailers. That's, that's a, that's a marketing right there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and as you guys know, in the stunt demographic, like these guys are trying to make the dream work. Corporate sponsors aren't on board yet. So like these guys are looking for help. So until that comes, you know, they can't really afford to haul these big enclosed trailers around the country either. Right. Like, you know, Kenny's running a four cylinder truck with uh, two full size Harleys on the back of this trailer. And, you know, before that, guys were squeezing one, so they had to drive in their own trucks, so they're not splitting on fuel, or they're driving a, you know, 250 diesel with a 24-foot enclosed and getting the same amount of bikes. So that's, that's definitely a, a major selling point for you guys is, is the fuel cost, especially with, you know, the, the price of fuel rising every day. Yeah, it's insane. It doesn't stop. And um, the other thing is when you get to these events, for example, when we were down in Laconia, um, we, we had, uh, these cabins and me and Kevin often travel in an RV to, to all these events and the, the guys that were staying next to Kenny, you know, these guys dumped their bike, four guys, we actually filmed it cause we couldn't help it, but four guys trying to load a Dyna and they dumped it in the back of a truck. And then alternatively, if you had an enclosed trailer at those cabins down in Laconia, you're, you know, you only get one parking spot. So if you wanted to park your enclosed trailer down there, it was 1100 bucks a week across the street where the RVs are at. Kenny folded his trailer up and he was good to go, you know? So it's pretty cool, man. Like, it's kind of adding capability to guys that otherwise wouldn't have had it before, would not have been able to be there. And that's exactly what, when, when I was texting you about, you know, uh, setting a trailer up for Matt and I, like, that's, that's it right there is, dude, we can have, 
you know, we're, we have, we have buddies all over the state and I don't know how many times I've been called, Hey man, I'm broke down on 465. Can you, can you get me a trailer? And it is a, it's a pain in the ass to find a trailer, you know, something like that, dude, you know, 15 minutes, set up a trailer on the side of the house and just go. Boy, yeah. We, we saved two guys today on the side of the road. Like we, me and Kevin are always on the road lately. Like, you know what I mean? Doing events, doing things. And we keep one folded up in the back of the truck and we, we pick up guys on the daily down here. It's, it's insane. It is. It's actually crazy how many people need it just randomly too on the side when we just pass them by. So are you guys going to ever do um, like some type of motorcycle pickup business in Canada where it's getting dispatched to a local uh, local biker that has dropped his bike and needs help uh, loading it? Uh, probably not, but we do sell the trailers to a lot of guys that do motorcycle transport because like the other solutions out there, like you said, with fuel, like you want to get your bike moved down here in Canada right now, it's not cheap. And a lot of that is the fuel cost just to bring that trailer around. So we got a ton of local shops buying the trailers just for like, running bikes back and forth and like say you know what i mean your tranny goes on your road glide well now, now you're looking for a friend for help or say it just needs a service you got to call a friend hey can you pick me up from the shop and then drive me home after now these shops just keep the trailer and the guy can go drop his bike off on his own without calling three or four friends you know what i mean oh for sure and like uh, correct me if i'm wrong but i mean your guys's trailer is probably tens of thousands of dollars cheaper than an enclosed trailer too. So it's not like it's outrageous. It's actually affordable on top of, because I think that's another issue is a lot of people don't buy trailers, not only because of the size, but also because of the price of some of them. And yeah. And like you're, like you said, you don't need it all the time, but when you do, it's handy to have it. Like the space that an enclosed takes up and there's a lot of homeowners associations that just don't allow it. And like our trailer you know, at three single, keep a trailer on the market. Like I asked him, $2,000. You're not going to put money. Our trailer market in general has the highest payload, the highest speed rating. Like it's built for these bikes and we use it one of the outstanding concerns with it is the fact that it's an open trailer. So we, we just did like a super extensive build. Um, a road King with like FXR fairing, crazy paint job. And we'll, we'll be towing it, you know, down to Sturgis to Chicago to Daytona. So people can see what that paint looks like after a year of us driving it around. So they can see that, you know, there really is no concern with that. I mean, you ride it on the road, buying the vehicles, it's no different. Oh, for sure. So is that is that something that people is that something people question you about is the the durability over the road like like a long haul is that something they're scared about? Yeah, so they're like I'd say it's a small maybe five percent of people have that concern, but like this is the last outstanding concern people have that we haven't proven out. So that's that's how we're going to counter it. We're going to build like this crazy bike. It's it's almost off the lift. We're getting close, but. If you have, let's say, off-roading tires or aggressive mud tire, yeah, and it's prone to throw rocks, sure, I would use a mud guard or something like that. But if you have a stock set of tires, there's there is no concern. Like, um, and we also sell like things like the rock tamer, like it's just on and off mud guards for only when you're towing. And then there's the uh, Giza covers that are a neoprene wind tight cover, UV rated. Like, there's options. You know, you'll set yourself up with like an enclosed trailer setup for 3500 bucks all in with the covers and all that that's awesome that's awesome yeah 
Yeah. Do you guys have any plans of you guys have any plans of uh, moving any any kind of distribution to the U.S. or you guys just want to stay in Canada? Oh yeah, we we're, we got stuff cooking up. Kevin <laughs> could fill you in on that, but we'll be there we got, soon. Yeah, we got some big guys hitting us up, and um, you know, but we're gonna do it on our terms. So. But, um, yeah, we'll be down there soon. We're going to actually start building them down there in the Midwest. And then because uh, our shipping costs are killing us, and we, we do try to keep competitive pricing. So, you know, 3200 bucks shipped to where you're living is pretty good, considering our shipping bills are like 800 bucks on some trailers, right? So we're going to start building them down there, and then we will have dealers out there pretty soon. That's awesome. So are you, you Midwest? Are you, you thinking anywhere close to us in Indiana? um i don't know how far off are we looking there kevin we'll be in and around there for sure we're going to be a little south and we're going to be more mid like uh we will have somebody probably near indiana we kind of want to have every state covered so that everybody can actually go see a trailer and touch it themselves because that's what sells it as soon as they actually see that trailer it's a done deal but not everybody can see it it's a really small majority of the people in north america that can so we have to make that more uh, facilitated for everybody at this point no, I get it. I know I was talking, I was talking to you guys the other day uh, about, you know, possibly you said that uh, some like trailer shows and stuff was wanting you guys to set up. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Kev. No, no, you could go on that one. Uh, like, are you referring to the RV show down in Texas? Yeah, the RV show. Yeah, so that one there is like typically the space is quite expensive, but they've extended the invite for free space because of the demand in this market. And like the alternative solution is like one of those hydro lifts for the RVs, which aren't transferable, like frame to frame, similar to like a plow mount, right? So we're going to be down there in Texas and start doing that. We're getting a lot more inquiries like that for actual trailer dealerships wanting to run our stuff. Um, the cool thing, like not this demographic is all about it, but we got guys with Teslas towing their harley around you know what i mean like you don't need these full-size trucks anymore so that's that's pretty cool some guys towing their motorcycle with their other motorcycle oh that'd be sick <laughs> yeah it's badass now i don't know how i'm gonna feel seeing a stinger trailer on back of a prius though i'm gonna be honest <laughs> <laughs> gonna be on, what? <laughs> on a prius <laughs> oh yeah i know some guys are doing it believe it or not that just shows the so, versatility though honestly yeah. yeah, that's that's where we're at. Like, when bikes are towing it, I think it's pretty cool, man. Like, uh, this one guy down here, he drives his his uh, Goldwing with his other Goldwing on the back, and he has snow tires on it. Like, he drives it in the winter and then drives it down south. Dude, that, that is right. sick. You guys need pictures of that. Yeah, yeah, we got him somewhere. We'll dig him up and post him up soon. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so you said you touched base about maybe like another another big event later this year. Is that still is that still trying to happen? We're working on it. One down here in Canada for sure, and then um, we're doing Milwaukee with uh, Original Garage Moto and the Bagger Racing League, and then um, I think we're gonna head down to Sturgis. Um, we're we're honestly so slammed, but we're, we'll send somebody down there in uh, some capacity, anyways. Matt, Matt and I will both be in Milwaukee. We got with uh, Bobby Parker. Um, he's from Ohio, so he's right next door to us. He uh, he got us some uh, pit passes and some marketing passes. So we're going to be in there with, like, uh, Tyler O'Hara. We have a, a podcast with him uh, and and Bobby. So we will definitely get to see you guys in Milwaukee. Thank you. That's awesome. 
it'll be good to see everybody down there. Like, um, you know, we went down to Daytona and, um, you know, not on a, you know, we didn't do the whole booze setup, but just to kind of understand and see the scale of things down there. And it's, it's pretty insane. Like, you know, Canada, it, you know, there's a lot of guys riding bikes down here, but it's not the same. The U S is like a whole new level, you know, we, um, we are actually heading. I don't know if you guys have heard of bike Toberfest in Daytona. Yep. Have you guys heard of that? Yeah. Matt and I will be down there uh, that week. We'll actually be at the hardcore cycles too. So uh, that'll be kind of cool. If you guys can make it to that, that's like a, it's, it's pretty much like a low scale Daytona. Yeah, we hear lots about it actually. What uh what are the dates on that one exactly again? Um October. I know we leave out the tenth. So I believe uh let me check it here. Yeah, let's see. It's um October thirteenth through the sixteenth. Yeah, I think that might work because I think the one we have here is the I wanna say it's the sixteenth. I can't confirm that, but what, like again one way or another we've been doing everything we can to do all the events we have an opportunity to go to and then like one guy can drive back the other guy flies in to get to the next one kind of thing but um it's been a crazy year you know like every weekend basically me and kevin have been on the road or during the week on the road it's it's been a long one but well worth it absolutely so let's let's transition into what i think is probably the most the, the most striking thing for me is, is your guys' marketing, how you, how you took it from that, that lady out there in California to, to, uh, you know, every social media, uh, you know, person in the game sharing your shit. How, how, how did you get there? <laughs> 24 hour days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, man. Um, you know, I picked, like, I took over the Instagram and the Facebook and we couldn't gain control of their old Instagram. So we started from scratch like eight months ago and then honestly just started hitting up the real ones in the industry. Like, I I knew of a lot of the guys that we work with now. So I kind of knew who we wanted to talk to and who we wanted to go after and who's just, you know, solid people, right? And then you know we could be two guys telling the whole world how great our trailer is but nobody knows us and nobody trusts us that's just a reality so i knew we had to get our trailers in the hands of guys that beat the shit out of stuff and that are out there doing it every day so get it into the hands of kenny jesse ryan down here in canada we got transworld dyna guys out in montreal um you know then it started there those guys start running our trailer and people see them everywhere so now we're indirectly at every show across north america even though we're not physically present our product and some sort of an ambassador is so that's how it started and then honestly it's just been non-stop i mean we've given away a ton of trailers to get that kind of feedback we've made change points um so it's just been you know no sleep and then kevin on the other end he, he makes sure that these ads get into the eyes of people who are actually actively searching for a motorcycle trailer. And that's kind of how we break it down. I do the social media stuff and Kevin Harris does stuff for the guys actively buying. Like we, we look at it like there's two types of marketing, you know, brand awareness, which is what I'm doing. And then actual marketing for actively searching to buy a motorcycle trailer and i think so far we've captured a lot of that oh for sure and i mean kind of circling back to our first uh, i guess talking point 
with how both of you went into something that is uh, what I would like to say a pretty big deal, um, kind of like with our podcast. I mean, if it wasn't for uh, T-Rex's, you know, social skills and um, everything he does, I mean, we make a, we make one machine out of two people, and that's kind of like how you guys are doing right now or how you started. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. It's like there's, you know, I have big holes. Like, you know, the, my big holes are – you know, technology and the, the computers and um, even the sales and the thing like, and that's where I'd say Kevin's a guru. So like as, as big as my holes are there, Kevin's so strong that, you know what I mean? You don't really see our deficiencies from behind those platforms on social media. And in the other sense, like Kevin has some pretty large. Oh, did we lose time? I think we lost, we lost time. Oh, he started trying to talk about my deficiencies, so I got him out. <laughs> uh, we're going to have to loop him in. I didn't actually get him out. <laughs> Are you back, Ty? Oh, let me – one pass me the other phone. I'm going to message him from the other phone and see where he's at. Okay. It looks like he's back. I'm back. There, there we go. Was. You, start, yeah, you started trying well. to talk about my deficiencies, Ty. <laughs> oh, it blocked me that far back. Yeah, so Kevin's some like big holes in the sense like for manufacturing and stuff like that, which is my strong suit. And then my big holes are, you know, the technology and the sales side of things where that's Kevin's strong suit. So together we make it work, but just one of us, you know, we wouldn't be halfway to where we are now. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I feel that completely. You know, it's the same thing for us on the uh, the social aspect of things. You know, Matt, Matt could care less. If he, if uh, aside from the podcast, he could care less if he got in a conversation with somebody he didn't know, and and I'll I'll talk to a, a damn wall if it would talk back, you know. So <laughs> I've met some nice walls. <laughs> <laughs> but and when it comes to like the marketing, with uh, Kevin's a Oh, what was that? Oh, you there? I'm here. I think he's cutting in and out, maybe. Ah, uh, well, I'm good. Oh, you're nope. good? Okay. <laughs> so I like, missed what you said. What was that? Oh, we couldn't hear what you said there, Ty. No, I, I'm good. I wasn't. So what? Uh, so getting get back on that. What are you guys? What are you guys out here riding? And I was riding the Grom now after some some gnarly mini bike crashes down in Quebec doing some ice racing. And then I got a, I got a bike on my guess. I got a two sisters, uh, and and rolling and like a little bit Oh, you keep going in and out. It's it's very choppy. Oh, are you still there, Kevin? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. What are you uh, What are you riding on? Oh, I just riding on the ground, man. I'm not a rider. That's the funny part. He brought me into an industry that uh, I didn't really know anything about. I had to do a lot of research right off the bat. And he's been riding a bike since we were like 15. 
So he's been teaching me how to ride, but um, doesn't want me killing myself yet. That's that's actually kind of cool. In a, no, in a we way. can't have that. <laughs> it ties it ties right back into Matt and I. You know, uh, Matt, I, I'm real big into the performance bagger. You know, I kind of switched over to that scene back in like 2018. And Matt, Matt's, you know, really not that he's not into it. That's just kind of like not really his style. So for us, every podcast has been pretty much nothing but performance bagger but I, but i think that's because like that's it right now you know i mean that that wave of 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 harley davidson motorcycles is is really what's what's taken over the internet well i, I mean you make a good point with the internet cops kind of going to that point too um while i was thinking about it <laughs> so what i have noticed um when you look at the performance bagger world um, it is definitely on the media everywhere you look yes. compared to the Hell Yeah Brothers because they're mainly at your local Harley Davidson yeah. uh, bike night yep. or dealership. And it's just, how, it's crazy the different type of marketings for di two different styles, which I really like to see. Yeah. I mean, Performance Bagger has definitely taken over the internet. And I always go back to this. I feel like the Performance Bagger world in my eyes, uh, people can disagree with me. It kind of started when Southern Manarchy came out because of the club style fairing. Probably, yeah. And then the Dyna Bros, because it, it, it's more of a California type. Yep. And then it turned into the Dyna Bros, which then people said, you know what? I'm going to take this full size bagger and I'm going to make it look like a club bike. Yep. And I think that's kind of where it's, you know, where it's currently now. Well, I think you guys, you guys marketed the shit out of that with with you know getting these stunt guys on board with your trailer because you know with, when you think of performance bagger i mean i the, the first people i think of is is dj and kenny and and uh you know sea bear and all those guys so they they definitely paved the way for that yeah i agree the, those guys there's no way we could have broken do it the way we did and like i said like nobody rides for stuff and it's Ty, we might have to. I don't know. I think your audio is real bad. Are, is your? Uh, are you on Wi-Fi? No, I'm not on Wi-Fi. No, and it's showing that I'm good. So it sounds better now. I don't know what to do. Yeah, you sound it better. It is better. Oh, oh, it's going back. Try to just stay in this area here. So, um, as as we get closer. Uh, to the end of the show one big thing that i i like to do is uh the random questions with matt have you guys uh heard of it yet no <laughs> <laughs> all right matt matt likes to throw the podcast off at the end he always likes to ask a a way out question so he he looks like he's been looking up a couple for you guys okay nice nice i'm up for anything <laughs> all right so get ready to really think so we'll go with the first one. Did we invent math or did we discover it? We're still discovering it. Oh, oh. that's a good answer. <laughs> I like that. Did, did you say you couldn't hear it? Oh. <laughs> we're, we're having technical difficulties. I'm gonna. 
Yeah, I don't know if if this is possible to pick this up again or something. If you know what I mean, I don't know. You this sound good now. For my phone here now. Yeah, you sound good now. Yeah, I'm all right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I missed the last part. Oh, did did we invent math or did we discover it? No, oh, he's gone. No. Oh. What's another? What's another? All one? right. So another question actually comes from one of our brothers. Do you think Helen Keller was truly deaf, blind, and mute, or do you think she was faking it this whole time? Oh, that's awful. <laughs> no comment. I'm going to have to pass on that one. <laughs> I'm looking for enemies out there. <laughs> no, no, I'll give you I'll give you a clean one here. Um, let's see here. Why do we dream? Ooh, that's a good one. Damn, because we got to figure out what our next move is going to be. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I had a, I had a buddy of mine in high school. He was uh, he could he could speak Spanish. He was from Panama, the country, and uh, it, it always it always really fucked him up because we would ask him, "How do you what what language do you dream in?" And and he he could never answer that question. Think about that. Like yeah. when you dream, you're... yeah, that's actually crazy to think about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another one. Another one I heard the other day was how does how does a pain how does a, a pain medication know know where to go when you're having a headache? Yeah, that's why I don't know. I don't trust that. Uh, I don't know. It's those doctors, man. <laughs> well, we're we're gonna get some type of doctor commenting on our uh, podcast. Yeah, right? someone's gonna come on and give us a technical answer for that. Yeah. Yeah, tell us how Tylenol really works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's that's actually all the. Um, the, the random questions I had uh, today, um, I mean, this year time, Kevin, I know Tyler hopped off due to technical difficulties, um, but, you know, if you want to give a shout out or anything, it's all you, man. No, no, I'm good on that. Other than, yeah, everybody that's supported Stinger the whole way, it's it's just a big team at the end of the day. Like our, the riders, all the employees, everybody, everybody that's helps out Tyler and everything. They're, they're all just kind of there for the same common goal. They want to see each other succeed. And we're out there to see every other business succeed too. Like we're not just trying to get to the top or anything. And every company that works with us, we try to help them as much as they want to help us. So it's really just a big family that we're building here. And the corporation is just going to keep growing. We're hoping. I, I love that because that's, that's exactly how, from from a you know point of view from here in the U.S., that's exactly how I see you guys. You know, as soon as as soon as I hit a, a tie up about you know coming on board and just being a sponsor of the uh, podcast, you know, he was he was instantly yes. I mean, there was no question it at all. And I think that's why you guys are you know seeing the success that you guys are seeing is that you you guys are you guys aren't holding back. You know, you're you're hitting the ground running, and that's for me that's that's awesome to see because that's that's the you know the admirations that matt and i have you know yeah no yeah it's kind of where we're at we're just going to keep moving at this point and uh keep trying to bring everybody with us and honestly the bigger the team gets the harder we're going to be to fall so absolutely i think if you guys uh you guys do start hitting the u.s you know hit hit matt and i up you know being up here in indiana you know I, i'm not sure what your your demographics are for sales but Matt and I, I'm sure, would, you know, definitely be on board with helping you guys any way we could. Yeah.
Yeah, we'll definitely head out that way eventually. Like I'm in Chicago this weekend and uh, I think Ty's going to be hitting up Sturges after that, but uh, we're going to be all over the States come this winter and that, and we got a lot of plans and a lot of stuff cooking up right now. Awesome. Well, maybe we'll uh, catch up with you guys in Daytona um, at the end of the year and uh, maybe, maybe do it in live, uh, you know, in person podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome. I know Ty would like that. We wouldn't have any technical issues and I'd be early and uh, he'd be, he'd be kicking it the whole way. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't know about there won't be technical uh, issues. <laughs> it, it ain't two wheels one way if we don't have technical difficulties. Yeah, there's always. <laughs> You're right. You're right. If we do it there, we could probably get Kenny in on it as well. He'd love to get involved. Absolutely, I'd be I'd be down for that. Okay, well, I'm happy you guys had us on. We really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, if there's ever anything you guys need, you just let us know. Absolutely, we're gonna blow it up on social media, dude. So uh, we appreciate the hell out of you guys. Yeah. Thanks. You too, man. You too. We'll talk soon. All right. See you, Kevin. Have a good one. Bye, guys. Bye. Man, that was a good podcast. Um, I wish the audio could have been better. Yeah. I think I think with ties, we'll try to do everything we can to, to patch that up for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. And um, <clears throat> big, big shout out to our uh, our listeners that continue to support us, follow us. Um, you know, kind of open our eyes with Stinger Trailer on a lot of things that they said. Uh, I think the biggest thing is that return customer and the marketing, the word of mouth, because I mean, it's it's honestly helped our podcast grow. Uh, we always are still, as in every podcast, we're always looking for suggestions to improve um, ideas, special guests, uh, sponsorship, whatever the case may be. Uh, please feel free to hit us up uh, and you know see what we can you know what kind of material we could put on but i do know that after this one uh we're definitely getting splitters for uh yes for we're getting some updated equipment just so we lessen our chance of technical difficulties but all in all besides the uh today's technical difficulties um i think it was it was awesome to have those guys on the podcast and uh definitely look forward to seeing them you know come the end of this year I know the next, uh, for everybody out there wondering what's next for us, you know, this is, this is the end of July, the next, like, uh, really September, October, we have, we have so much going on. Um, so if you don't hear from us for, you know, a couple weeks, um, you know, we, we have some big names coming up, uh, being out there in the bagger racing league with Bobby, um, you know, with Tyler O'Hara, if you know anything about him, then that, that name travels far. Um, you know, then we got, uh, we got our, our boy out in California, Chopsky, um, he's going to get on one with us here upcoming. And then we got a dude out in Texas, um, uh, named Jacob, uh, uh, Pearson. And uh, he's going to, he's going to get on with us one time, I think out in Tennessee. So Matt and I are going to be everywhere, uh, these next few months. Um, you know, like we said, hopefully, hopefully get with uh stinger out in Daytona. Um, I know we're going to get hardcore cycles out in Daytona. So, uh, there's, there's a lot to look forward to. Um, and like, I think the revelation I just had was thinking, you know, how far we've come in the last three or four months with, with one sponsor, you know, Stinger trailers yeah. coming on board and sharing our stuff, um, you know, is, is huge for us. So, you know, if, if you're another company out there, if you're a guy sitting at home and you think you might know somebody for us to, to partner up with, we're always looking for that. Um, you know, we're, we're looking for the big names to come on board. And just like Stinger said, you know, we, we want to help your business, but in return, you know, getting this podcast out there is, is huge. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So, all right, Matt. Well, well, um, I guess the last thing is 
we are uh, going through the motions of doing a video podcast. Uh, we may or may not, will depend, depends on which uh, platform we put it on just to kind of test it out. It may just be a TikTok one. Um, and if people start suggesting it should be its own YouTube channel, then we'll probably explore that route. So. Absolutely. And I know we did have a, we did have a couple of listeners hit us up on Instagram or uh, actually it's Facebook um, texting about our Instagram handle. We had to, obviously there's somebody out there with already two wheels one way somehow. So ours is uh, the number two wheels with two S's, the number one way with two Y's. So hit us up. Uh, we're still going to do the, uh, the giveaway. Um, so let's, let's get on board and, and knock it out. Heck yeah. All right. So. See you fuckers. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in to uh, episode six of Two Wheels, One Way with Steamer Trailer. Uh, stay tuned for episode seven and uh, take care.